I told you the benchmarks where I go to after like one or two good pours. And then, then after that, okay. I drink the Doesn't cheap, matter, the yeah. cheap handle. Yeah, and, I like uh, bullet or just bullet bourbon is my like benchmark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, benchmark's very very low. I should not probably be drinking it, but it's like it's a nice plastic handle down for. 20. Oh, it's oh it's oh it's, <laughs> so it's lower than. Okay, got it, got it. It's down. You got to look down. <laughs> my Are benchmark you? is benchmark. <laughs> Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are the blue pill and the red pill, Martin and Brady. Sooner or later, you're going to realize, just as I did, that there's a difference between knowing the path and walking the path. The choice is an illusion. You already know what you have to do. This week... We follow the White Rabbit into the Matrix and all of its follow-up movies, including the most recent and final sequel. What has changed from 1999 to now? Anything? Everything? Let's take a ride on the Nebuchadnezzar and find out which simulation we are in. Welcome back. (laughs) Should we say that first? Hey, guys. Missed you guys. (laughs) It's been a minute. It's the longest hiatus. So uh... (laughs) We had to reboot the Matrix a couple times. Yeah. there was a glitch for all you for all the <laughs> listeners who've been uh, you know foaming at the mouth waiting for uh, the next episode. Thanks for your patience. I think this is a, a worthy this is a comeback. Come back, yeah. step back in. It, the Matrix. Well, obviously, four movies was a it was a nice bonus that we were going to have some, a little extra time to watch. Yeah, um, and I of course got the last one in last night. So I, oh, so you're fresh. With that one, I, yeah. the first one I watched like the first. I yeah. mean, that was weeks ago. I, right. The I was well intentioned, and then uh, I guess it got sidetracked. I also watched the first one right off the bat, and then uh, when I got back from my expat journey <laughs> out of the country, I actually knocked out two and three in one night. I think it's important to probably watch those pretty pretty close together, pretty right? Close. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's definitely a drop, like an immediate. I mean, so we were we just I, we don't look it up. They they came out the same year. Yeah. I don't remember if they came out like weeks apart, a month apart, like, but relatively close. I think. Yeah. I don't think it was like January and December. I mean, I think they it was designed to be like pretty much a two movie experience. Yeah, because it picks up. The third one picks up right where the second one ended. Yeah. And yeah. so you're like, oh. All but right, well, we're right back in it. Yeah, basically one movie, except that I think one's better than the other. But we'll get there. Yeah. Let's start with the original, the OG, The Matrix, one of my favorite ah, movies. My first year of college. <laughs> <laughs> but you, it was before college started, right? Yeah, I think I so. I remember watching it like, I graduated like in high school. Oh, okay. So, yes, that, then you're right. You're, so, yeah, I forget you're, you're ahead of me. I, yeah. Yes, I, my, I, la- my senior year of high school. <laughs> um, I will say this. I feel like it surprisingly holds up really well. Yeah. No, that I mean I totally agree with But this. I had expectations that it was not there were going to be a lot of like glaring 1999 feeling like things. Sure. And I didn't get that. Yeah. No, I thought it looked good. I watched it with the kids this time. Uh, which is maybe a little much because it is pretty damn violent, you know. Yeah. Or, or maybe, and maybe they've been desensitized because of all the well, you had Marvel shown violence. Them Predator. But, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, that was only college. <laughs> I think they're good after that. I just mean like they're, you know, when they're attacking the building and just so many bullets. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not even like the fighting violence, but the bullet violence was like a, a bunch. Yeah, I don't know if maybe that requires for the most part like a a 
a preface and be like, just, you know, this is a movie, you know, this is a real explanation. And I, of like, I explained, like, I was trying to explain a lot because I don't know how much they they get. Got. Uh, but, you know, but they, you know, with the world of, they they got an Oculus for Christmas. So, like, you know, they understand somewhat virtual reality stuff and the concept of being in a, in a, in a computer game that looks like life. You know, I was explaining it that way. And I, I think they were getting it for the most part. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think it looked great. It's a great rewatch. It's just a really good self-contained film. Like, I was worried when the second and third one came out. I'm like, how are they even going to expand on this? Well, well, the story, the first one's so good. The story I feel like is so, especially watching all these, the story is so dominantly better in that first movie that it's unfair to the, like it is, I don't know. I don't know if we want to get into like, if those were cash grab sequels, which, yeah, I don't, I don't, I do like them. So, but like, I think it's far and away like, yeah, that, the first movie is sitting up on a pedestal Absolutely. and the other movies are really not that close to it in my opinion. Um, and we can definitely go through these yeah. a little bit more individual, but I just, it was, that was what I had in my brain as what I thought of the first three movies. Obviously hadn't seen the fourth one until last night that did not change. And if anything, I think, I think that more so that that movie is so much better than, and deserved of all the acclaim it's gotten over the years for being one of the better movies it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, what, what I think it really did was bring a lot of that, just like you said, the, the technology of how they were shooting the fight scenes. and all, None of that stuff had been seen before, that like slow motion, bullet. The bullet time. Bullet flying by. Yeah, bullet, bullet time, time stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's and that's almost in everything now, right? Um, I didn't even realize that that was the name for it. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. That makes sense. I don't know if it was. It is now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and just, like, just like that crouching tiger, hidden dragon, like on wires. For sure. Stuff, yes. You know, um, the wire stuff for sure is definitely and crouching tiger is a great reference because that was def- and I'm, is that before or after? Um, same time? I think it was like right, right before or right around the same time. So where, it, where it, definitely yeah. unique. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like a style done in. In you know Hong, Hong Kong cinema, but not in the, not in the states, and they they definitely like latched onto that. Yeah, but I just thought that the actual story that they were telling was so it's very different. Um, I could see if you trying to explain it to people being like, yeah, I don't think that's going to be something I want to watch. But like you add in the crazy visual aspect on yeah. top of it, and I think it's it really hits on a lot of a, a lot of different levels. And I mean, everyone had a crush on Trinity, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Carrie Ann Moss, <laughs> and, and I say did. I mean does. Right? <laughs> like you said, I think while it maintains its 1999 ish, it's not like you don't feel bad. It's it's a good trip to go back. You're not like oh yeah, it's not the net <laughs> from '95 or so. Yeah. What I like about it is that it does look like you, it has that green tint over all of it, right? Which just I think just makes it look look cool and drab when when they are you know in in the matrix and i think that's uh that that adds to it like it just feels like they thought of every little little thing and every little design aspect of it too my the thing that i picked up on was like the music too like it was very like oh yeah that's that like oh there was a like techno techno mm-hmm. punk sure. like the like the, the prodigy club. or chemical mm. brothers yes and yep. rage yep. against the machine rage at the end that's they the went end. rage at the end but they i agree with you the techno the chemical brothers tech that's a great call out and i definitely had the same thought i was like oh this gives me a uh, a time capsule <laughs> yeah. moment exactly and then but yeah just again when you like i i jumped around a lot especially to like 
the bullet time scene where, you know, Neo's fighting the agent and, you know, that was the first time you ever saw that, that slow motion. And then you see like the bullets spinning and, you know, going through and him dodging them. And then, and then, uh, then it led to the corn video. <laughs> oh yeah. Freak you remember the leash? 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 Yeah, you're right. <laughs> wow. I haven't thought about that one in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Freak uh, on a leash. It's now used in golf when they like when somebody's teeing off, they'll have the cameras that circle around them and then circle back so you can see their swing and all like 360, almost three sixty. Yeah. You said that I I think one of the more iconic is the 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 gun battle in the lobby. Yeah. I feel that's like the one is that the, was like to me like almost too much violence. This is the <laughs> Matrix. And it's but it's like it's so crazy and it's you have they're climbing the walls, they're all over the place. There's so much of that different uh, perspective and camera angles and just a great this is this is this movie this is the matrix yeah or the movie the matrix and there's there's a lot of those i mean there's the the first time when he starts fighting morpheus when he first gets introduced you know the i know kung fu in the uh... (laughs) and he goes and he fights him and then like the the jumping up like again that's that you know kung fu influence on the cinema like him jumping and hovering in the air and then landing down there and then like yep. morpheus running up the beam and flipping over and like floating in the air and then getting kicked and all that stuff i love Lawrence fishburne and in, in really all these movies in the three uh he's just great morpheus as a character is so cool i think yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i i would say i think for a certain demographic or age group maybe is the better way to say that it, this is what people know Lawrence Fishburne for, and he's had a long winding career. But like this very... and Pee Wee's Playhouse for sure. <laughs> Cowboy Curtis, Cowboy Curtis. This is a very unique and uh, those and... are one and two on the IMDb, right? <laughs> and Furious Styles. Oh wow, we have to do a Fishburne. That could be that could be interesting. He's been around, but um, they'd probably be like one and three Matrix, like <laughs> randomly, and then was uh you know what's the boys in the hood yeah. oh i was going what's isn't he in uh, he's in apocalypse now yeah too. that's where i was going yeah. Apoc- i couldn't come up with apocalypse now I, I, are you doing it <laughs> yeah let's do it's it it's worth doing. it's worth taking a peek i feel like it'll throw you though because you'll be like well are the matrix movies but it'll be like or it'll be like the second one only yeah <laughs> if it's the second one we got but that's what i mean is that's why the, it's the, they they know how to trip you up yeah all right the matrix should be on there i think apocalypse now could be but it is smaller and it's so old. I wonder if it got bumped off. I agree with you. Boys in the Hood deserves some deserves to be on there, but I don't know if it will be. Yeah, Martin's grimacing. This has got. Some... <laughs> I got no poker face. Go for it, guys. Well, I just named yeah. the Matrix. He said Matrix. I'm going to go with Matrix Apocalypse now. Boys in the Hood, and then for no reason, I'm just going to say Matrix Revolutions because I think <laughs> I think it's so stupid how, how it works. How about you just name? Not any of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> higher Lear- was he in Higher Learning? He might have been. I think he might have been in Higher Learning too. I um, think so too. But now I'm questioning it. Now long no, that's Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell us. We, we, yeah. He it, is in Higher Learning. Okay. Yeah, he was the professor. That's right. Yeah, yeah. like that. That's right. Um, yeah, uh, the Ma- Matrix, Matrix Reloaded, um, Mystic River, and Contagion. Mystic I didn't even River. know he was in those. Oh, was he? He was a cop in Mystic River. Him and uh, him and uh, Whitey Powers. Footloose in with Mystic River. Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
him in, qu- him in Quicksilver. I almost said Quicksilver, actually. That's what came to my brain first. What's wrong with me? <laughs> but yeah, Mr. Griffin and Contagion. So there you go. Contagion seems like a random That does seem very random. One to claim. Is it because it's... I mean, he's, who, is, who he is, even on the co- is he even on the cover? <laughs> There's a lot of people on the cover. He right is, though. That there's there's six people and he's at least he's one. You know of those why six. he's on the cover? Because he was in all the Matrix movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's random, very random, is when we were at Iowa, and one of the communications professors was married to Lawrence Fishburne. Oh really? really? I I swear to God, I was like doing at office hours or whatever with one of my professors and like her co-office person i saw like three pictures of lawrence fishburne and i was like what she wasn't there and i was like um like that's kind of weird right and she's like that's her husband and i was like huh she's like yeah it's weird just married lawrence fishburne and i was like so he lives in iowa no no she was there for like a couple years okay and but that's where she yeah it's so weird she was married he was married to some woman who taught in the communication department in iowa so odd um then he got huge doing the Matrix, and then you know. <laughs> and she's like, "I'm blowing this popsicle stand." <laughs> anyway, so we talk about him. I think I do think he is thought of as being. This is what people think of a lot for a certain age. Uh, is this Keanu's? Is this what made him? Keanu is people. Have, you think of Keanu is the Matrix? About, we talked about this a little after, bit for John Wick. For John Wick, um, he's trying to add more to his. Uh, <laughs> and I, I love Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Um, and I love Point Break. So, like for me, Keanu Reeves is those movies as well. And I think, and he's obviously been in some other things, but like those two, I I, I loved them before The Matrix. But yeah, this this definitely solidified um, me liking him as an actor even even more. And I thought he did. You know, he's not the best actor. I was but gonna say, I feel like you're gonna try to sell me a. Uh... No, but he's not. But he's good in he's good in the in this first one. Actually, he's good in the three. I think. I don't think he was good in the, the latest. One. <laughs> <laughs> like it just, he just lost it. It was he was so cool in John Wick in those movies too. But I don't know why it, it didn't quite work for me in the in the Resurrections. So I think that in when this comes out, like he's still able to play that kind of aloof character like he doesn't really understand what's going on like he's just kind of it works for him right he's going along with the flow and so that worked and then you you got it he got endeared to everybody because you know he's like he's supposed to be this person who doesn't know what's happening and then is all of a sudden realizing like oh i'm waking up and this is what i can do and and things like that and so that worked for him and that's what made it you know put him on the map i think when he got to john wick he finally was more of like okay i've set you know the character is set in he knows what he can do. He knows who he is and he just goes out and does it. And then you try to bring him back to that aloof character again. And it was like, we can go, we'll go into it more yeah. later. In and the he doesn't end. have, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue in any of them. And that, I think that, that works for him. Cause he's a, he's a good, I don't know, facial expression physical and physical actor. I, um, and I forgot speed. Sorry. I love speed. No, yeah. I, I, I just felt know. like you, I, I don't know how I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> it was my favorite movie for a long time. <laughs> Um, no, I told you we were looking for quotes, and I was like, it, initially my goal was like, all right, well, I'll find some neo quotes, and I was like, no, I won't, because <laughs> none of the quotes are him. Yeah, none of the quotes worth worth repeating are him, other than I know kung fu. Yeah, but really, like, or I still know kung fu. <laughs> whoa! <laughs> How about I give you the finger and I have my phone call? It's like about the most he ever speaks. It's it's <laughs> alarming the the. All of his lines were like two, three words. It was really, really weird. Yeah. Um, but I think he's perfect for the role. But right? he is. Yeah. Right. Perfect for the role. 
and there was an endless amount of people who I, I, I think who's the most I, Jelani, who's the most famous person you've heard of who didn't get this role? Get, Will Smith. Will Smith. Oh, really? He turned down. He turned it down. So he could do Wild Wild West. Oh. Well, you can't win them all. <laughs> I think right? he's done all right. He's done all right, but yeah, he was... hit a speed bump there. Yeah, he, you know, it was Fourth of July weekend. He yeah, thought he okay. could run it. I he... still haven't seen that movie. Which one? Wild Wild West. Me neither. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Neither of you? No. no there's, I just heard it was there's bad. There's no way we have to do it. No, we don't. Okay, we don't. But there, if you go it's online, worth watching. no, no, no. <laughs> you go online and you listen to. Uh, do you remember when Kevin Smith was doing those like? Uh, town halls or whatever, like it was kind of pseudo stand up, but it's not. It's really him just telling stories. Yeah, he tells a story about uh, writing for uh, Superman and how like this whole like convoluted story that somebody wanted to create for Superman ended up becoming. Why? Why? We talked about this a little bit. I yeah. think during um uh, our Independence Day, uh, mm, yeah, Independence Day's episode. I think you mentioned that that yeah, some weird story ended up becoming wild. Yeah, wild, wild you should go look it up and, and listen to him because he tells this whole story, and you're just like, where is this going? And then he's like, and then a month later, <laughs> Wild Wild West comes out, and he's like, what? That's nuts. Yeah. Um, well, Will, yeah, because Will's the one I've heard that numerous times over the years that he was essentially. It was his if he wanted it, and he passed. And he said later that he wasn't mature enough, and pretty much that Keanu was amazing. So maybe it worked out for correctly for the movie. Yeah. I, I, you know who who knows how that's changed. If uh, it would be a weird movie with Will Smith, I just don't think I don't think he would have played the the character the same way, right? He wouldn't well, have been what's as weird. And- so he said that if he had been cast as Neo. The studio wanted Val Kilmer as Morpheus, yeah. which would have, I mean, I, I don't, again, this is, Lawrence Fishburne is awesome as Morpheus, so it's like, the dominoes there, and I, I assume you could say this about a lot of movies when you get into casting, it's like, what could happen, and or why they wanted... Well, you changed everything, right? Because then Val Kilmer becomes Morpheus, Carrie Ann Moss probably isn't Trinity. Oh, oh you know who would? Jada. So they wanted, they wanted Sandra Bullock, who sucks... <laughs> And she, Sandra Bullock does not suck. She was in Speed. You forgot. To, you forgot to give me the second part of that. You know why she turned it down? Because she didn't want to be back with Keanu. No, because she didn't want to work with Will Smith. Oh, because she sucks. <laughs> and so, fortunately, neither of she didn't get it, despite Will it not being out. in it. But anyway, the list though of people who were like, I mean, it's like. It's we've done. It's a who's who. It was literally like every actor had a chance or was like read for it or didn't get it. And Keanu, you know, obviously wouldn't have been the biggest name at that time. And but he, it was he was perfect for that role. Yeah. And whoever saw that on the front end was was spot on. And what what I really like about the first one was a lot lot of the like philosophical like free will versus determinism oracle you know would i would you have broken the vase if you hadn't known? like all that stuff like blew my mind not to mention the whole concept of human beings being batteries just the way that was explained and like i remember the promos for it they were like what is the matrix i'm like i have no idea what the matrix is but these (laughs) these previews look cool right but then when they go into it and then explain it that way and the way it's revealed and like at the right point in the movie you know i think is just really really well done and just such a unique um, unique sci-fi idea that yeah. hasn't really been. I don't. I haven't. I don't know. Like where the where that initially came from. You know what I mean? Like there's no like other 
part where where humans were used for energy sources. Yeah, I think that that's you know the the story and the the idea behind it makes it you know one of those classic sci-fi like I don't want to call it a trope because I don't want to you know denigrate it because it the yeah. idea of you know like you said having humans as batteries to power you know these machines so the machines can continue to live but then they have to like understand how these humans have to survive and how they, you know, have to keep them alive so they don't revolt and, and destroy all that is another one of those ones that like along the lines of Terminator where it's yeah. like, are humans getting so yeah. advanced with their technology that we're going to create an AI that's going to take over? And, you know, do we stop ourselves from advancing in order to save ourselves in the future? Same with like, you know, the machines here is like, do we realize like, oh, we don't need self-driving cars or, you know, are we going to start living in virtual reality with your Oculus and like now everything's going to happen virtually and right. Bitcoins and all the other cryptocurrencies are going to take place in a digital marketplace. And now we just have to be in that marketplace. You know, all the philosophical, like you said, all the philosophical questions and issues and ethical questions that we have to like evaluate. It was, it makes you think a lot more about it than just being a, a crazy action film that you just want to go see a hundred times. Yeah, totally. I mean, it reminded me, obviously it's very different from Dune, but that there is that concept that I think we talked about during our Dune episode that this is Dune is set way like 10,000 years after we've gotten rid of all the AI, you know, like that's, that's the whole concept behind, behind that. So maybe they, you know, it, it might've borrowed from, from a little bit from, from Dune as well, which is like, that's why they always say it's the greatest sci-fi, you know, story or, or novel or whatever um but like i said i think that this had such a unique unique take on the terminator or dune fight fight versus ai story that that made it you know made it so made it so cool made it so unique and different and and just everything worked on kind of every level yeah was this the first time was this before lord of the rings and hugo weaving i think so, yes. right? i think so yeah. yes yeah okay because uh, yeah, yeah this was Hugo Weaving, this would be, I could be wrong, maybe he was in some, this was essentially Hugo Weaving's introduction, because it felt like he was nobody in a pretty massive role yeah. at the time, and then, yeah, then he went, and then he had Lord of the Rings after the fact, and okay. it was like, oh, God, now this guy's in everything. He was in Transformers, too. He was the voice of Megatron. <laughs> oh, he was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just, you know, then you see his his star rise, and the other thing I would credit them, uh, the Wachowskis with is that they had a very diverse cast, right? Yeah. To, mm -hmm. to start off right off the bat, you know, um, with really like two, three white guys, right? And every and you had two women, you had people of color all over the, the, the map. And so I, you know, give them props for that because they, they even advanced Not the that. norm. No, <laughs> not the norm. And they, they even ramped it up when the, in the sequels, right? I mean, absolutely, yeah. In in Reloaded, um, well, they couldn't get Will, so they were like, "All right, we'll take Jada." <laughs> right. <laughs> um, uh, real quick, before we move on to that movie, though, an interesting part about that was the character Switch yeah. in the first one yeah. was the the woman who played Switch. She was only supposed to be half that character. The character was originally played supposed to be played by androgynous characters, and in the real world, Switch would be male, and in the Matrix, a female. Hence, the name Switch. And then Warner Brothers uh, refined that and said, you're just going to have... <laughs> we can't do that. Yeah, you can't be messing with things that will confuse uh, the flyover states. So you got to... Uh, <laughs> they made it a woman, but... That's crazy. Yeah, I thought that was very... I, I really thought that was such a crazy 
approach and just something that you just obviously wouldn't have seen. And I, I, yeah. I think it would have it would have been kind of shocking to agree, but also I think it would have been cool. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole Black Mirror about that um, with Anthony Mackie, and I think, uh, yeah, yeah, Mateen, I watched that. Is yeah. he in it? Um, it's Anthony it? Mackie, and is in it? Yeah, yeah, Mateen. Really? Isn't he the other one? God, oh, it's I, that would have been the first thing I saw that him, and I wouldn't have even known him. that was him. I think it is him. I have to go back and watch that. Yeah, but I I do remember that one. I was called like that would definitely be the first yeah yeah that I that I'm aware of. So we'll get to him. But what did you guys think of the sequels? Martin, start us out because you already alluded to the fact that you uh, I like think em. they're amazing. No, I like <laughs> I do like them though. Yeah, I really I really did like Reloaded. The part that really again like. Uh, the parts I liked were like almost like the philosophical stuff that make your head spin. Like when he gets into the architect room and like, and just the whole trick, like, and that guy starts talking ergo and all the stuff. I'm just like trying to follow it. I remember the first time in the theater and I was like, I think I get what they're saying, but I'm not sure. So it, I had forgotten about that. Yeah. And when I saw it, it reminded, it took me back. Do you remember when Will Ferrell for the VMAs did like, they did a whole skit, and he was the architect, and he's like <laughs> I talking, do remember and it was that. hilarious. <laughs> I do remember that. I watched that. Yeah. And as soon as I got into that room, I just started laughing because all I could think of was that skit instead of what was instead actually of what's happening. happening in the movie. Oh, uh, it was. It really. It got me. We'll have to watch that afterwards because I'm telling you, it was. That's what. That's where my brain went, and I couldn't get out of it. But I, I also just because. It didn't seem like a cash grab sequel to me. Like they they did expand on the story. Well, they put a lot. You could tell they put a lot more money into it. Put a lot more money into it. They they show you Zion, which I would have thought like would have been like almost impossible to do, or and to like continue the story in like in, in any kind of meaningful way. Like they make you ask questions, like, well, why would the Oracle or why would the system allow for the a Neo? Yeah, an anomaly and some someone like the one to be in there. So it's like, of course. No, they they put it in there on purpose to have it be this thing that, you know, that that they they explain it in a way that I think is it adds it's it's a plot like you might not love it you might not love that they that they add that way to it but at least they at least they do it without just having it be a complete like redo of the first movie. There was a, a unique there was a theoretical movie. reason for all yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, and then I think by the by the third one. Well, well, with the second one, I mean, were all your f- favorite scenes uh, Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> Y'all <laughs> must have forgot. <laughs> I, I, I was blown away at how much screen time he yeah, got. Yeah, he had a ton. I was that was one of the people that I added on my list. I'm like, they even had room for Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> a lot of room. I was like, dude, Roy Jones Jr. I mean, like he was good, but like he got massive lines in yeah. uh in reloaded i um i know you don't know who that is but <laughs> i don't <laughs> he's a boxer which guy was he he was one of the other captains <clears throat> okay and he um, yeah he was very much uh more prominent than i would have thought it wasn't like hey you get a line because you know you're king shit right now right. it was like whoa yeah he didn't get the cornell west treatment he got the full front. Cornell West is cool like, to see too. I was like, "What is that about?" I Cornel love Cornell West. West. Yeah. I was looking for Bill Maher. <laughs> <laughs> love Cornell West. Um, who I really love was Nona Gay as Z. Yes, yep. big fan. Um, and then and 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 Jada Pinkett Smith too. I thought she I thought she did a great job, and she was a good addition to it. So I really did. I liked all the other. Um, Look, they characters. had to expand the universe. I yeah. mean, totally. And there was adding a lot of people to, you know. To all that, and 
I didn't think they were that good. Um, I I could be wrong. Is that pretty much the consensus? Or I I thought that on rewatch, I did not think they were as good as I initially thought. I, I'm now opposite. Like on the initial, you I like was, them more now. I like I liked them more on on the rewatch just because I was I'm able to like when I was able to process everything that was that was happening and what they were maybe trying to do. No, maybe I still I, haven't gotten that far yet. It's, <laughs> it's I mean I just think it's I think it was a hard thing to do to expand on it and and add to, to a lot of it. And it's it was confusing. It's still confusing. I don't have it down completely, but but I, I appreciate don't. the effort more I, than more than just like a cash grab sequel. Yeah, I was just hoping you were going to tell me all of it right now cuz <laughs> I still haven't got it figured out. I watched it thinking I'm still a moron after all these years, which is on, no, no, on brand, but uh you're you're definitely I mean it, it's it's still very confusing. I feel like they could have done a better job of explaining some you know some some of the scenes and some of the things um, a lot better. Um, I saw but, Sir uh, Sean Connery. He was originally picked to play the architect, and he turned it down because he couldn't understand the plot of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Punch the keys. <laughs> uh, I just loved the reason because I was like, no, I get it. I was like, I, I'd read it and be like, I got no idea what's happening here. <laughs> Although he is in a he's in one of the Highlanders, and if you've heard that plot explained, you're like, what? Like you couldn't figure out this plot, but yet you figured out that one, and it's very convoluted. Islander, um, the quickening. There was one other uh, tank from the first movie. Yes, mm-hmm. this is uh, it's going in. Are- it's going in our Ja Rule Hall of Fame here. Tank was supposed to come back, and decided to demand more money. Oh, <laughs> just ride it. If you're in a franchise, just ride it. You know they're gonna make. Three and four of these. He was offered two fifty, two hundred fifty thousand to do both sequels, and he, which is five times the amount he received for the original, but he demanded a million, and they're just like, "We're just moving on without you, with no explanation <laughs> whatsoever. You're just not in it." <laughs> We're gonna get Harold and yep. before <clears throat> Lost and put him in this pre Lost Harold. <laughs> What's the name that Ja Rule um, yells out? <laughs> <laughs> Who is sitting at the table? <laughs> I, that little tidbit would not had we not already it, like I said it's the Ja Rule Hall of Fame move and I was like I gotta bring this up because yeah, it awesome. is someone deciding that they think they're bigger than the movie and it's a of good all, t- tank right like, just, you're just a guy bro <laughs> <laughs> did you know that the or the actress who played the Oracle died yes is that why they had to replace her in the movie she died uh, before the end of the shooting it's a Dumbledore um, situation she had done most of her scenes but none for the third film so. Hmm. Merit, they chose the replacement, and it. I mean, it almost it worked because it seemed like you know they they wrote it in pretty pretty well. They did but. a decent job with it, but I I just was I I, was, I don't even remember hearing that. I mean, maybe I did, and just it was a tidbit, and it moved on. But I that yeah, was I remember that that was one thing I did remember about it because I like the first Oracle. I th- I just think she she seemed more. You think other cookies were good. Cookies, yeah, made cookies better, better cookies. She seemed more grandmotherly. Know thyself. Yeah, I would agree with that. She had a little bit more warmth yeah. to her. Um, did you know this was the most successful R-rated movie in history at the time? Commercially? Did $735 million at the, worldwide at the box office. At the I time, mean, it like was I said, the I, best. I mean, I, I think I went to the theater maybe it twice. It was also, it, would, it had all the... Everyone was expecting it to be the best, you know, essentially coming off the Matrix after that, that many years, too. Um, one thing when when you go to the beginning of the film and they they're showing you Trinity like the dream and Trinity like lands as the motorcycle crashes through and she lands and all I thought of was Black Widow 
with the the poser. Yeah, the poser. <laughs> I did too. I thought I like, the same oh, thing. That's funny. A superhero I landing. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think of that, but that's poser. amazing. <laughs> um, but then go when it. I think it ended on the cliffhanger, right? And it just went. And I, I watched right right into the third movie, into Revolutions. Um, and yeah, it was a little bit more of, of a letdown. Like I liked Reloaded better than Revolutions. But I still think it, it ended pretty well. And, you know, to have the, the those that all the, the fight scenes um, of them like shooting into with those whatever uh, aliens type. Uh, sentinels, suits, right? Yeah. Well, the oh, Sentinels. Yes. Oh, the the inspiration. Oh, yeah. the, the inspiration for Pacific Rim. <laughs> is that, is that, do they use that in Pacific Rim? Too? <laughs> Not necessarily, but I'm... I always think of Ripley in. Uh, in yeah. I think it's Aliens in the second a- Alien movie. Um, where she, yeah, where, where she's she... in the mech. Suit yeah. Am I way off base with yeah. Pacific Rim inspiration there? I think you're you're you should be closer to Avatar. Okay. Pacific and, Rim is a little bit bigger. And Avatar too. Fair. That's right. Yeah, Pacific Rim's definitely bigger, but that's where <laughs> in my brain. That's where I went. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, it's a person instead of a suit. I get it. But... <laughs> Robot Jacks. Yeah. Robot Jacks. I remember that movie too from the eighties. Um, but like, yeah, I thought that that part was was you know it's it's different than what we expected from these movies, but it was still I think well done and, and entertaining. And again, different is is good when it come when it comes to these. But it's just yeah. maybe maybe isn't what people were expecting, so that's why they they didn't do as well. But I still think it just kind of it kind of lost its way. Like I was excited to see how it would end, and then it just was a little bit more disappointing than Reloaded. Yeah, I didn't. I, I definitely had the sense of disappointment that I think was probably pretty universal for most people yep. watching that. And now, was Agent Smith? And the, this is a question I have for the the, the most recent one too. But um, so, Agent Smith is the equation balancer because with Neo, correct? Yeah, like that's why he exists initially. The antithesis, Init- or right. Remember, because the architect's yeah. like, I wanted to balance the equation. So yeah. you have the anomaly, and then you yang. have... Right. But then, I don't know if we want to just jump into the new one. Yeah, but we can, I think. Unless you really want to... No, it's fine. Nah. If you got a point to make. That well, I just have a question. So yeah. why does he help Neo in the fourth one? That's what. That's why I don't like the fourth one. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like it. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I feel like these, the first three, at least... Are contained in that, like they have that explanation of the balancing of the equation, and then the a- Agent Smith runs runs rampant, and he's takes over the entire Matrix, and they need Neo to sacrifice himself to fix it. Right, that's how Revolutions ends um, to to beat. Well, Neo the goes anomaly, and tells and the robots the that he will take out Agent Smith because right. Agent Smith is you're right, like right. you said, he's going crazy and he's taking over, and so they need him to yeah, again balance the equation. So. Yeah. But like when resurrection starts, like the idea is that they yeah they are put back in. Everyone's still in. The, there is a matrix, right? Even at the end of revolutions, we know there is a matrix, and we're just trying to live harmoniously with the machines. But but then why all of a sudden, like they they wouldn't resurrect? Why would they resurrect Neo? And why would they resurrect? Um, uh, yeah, they, they try to explain it with well. Neo so if that's but, if he's the the yang to the yin or whatever the wherever we want to call it the if need, he needs neo then right so right. he does need he needs that counter for him correct or, so he needs the counter right but so he kind of has to help right it's like they they can battle but no one can win yeah, I did. That's so. But, it's but like, he's not. What he's saying is he's not the ultimate bad guy in resurrection. I know, but that's what I'm saying. So like he he can't let Neo be killed or defeated because then he doesn't have the his counter. 
So if they both need a counter, yeah, they almost it is it beneficial or is it? And the difference is in the first three, he does kill Agent Smith, and that's why he runs runs. But there's rampant, so many but in this of one, them. He doesn't right. right right because he's he becomes a free eight free agent so in the within the matrix. He's not tied to any of the rules of it anymore. Yeah. So he can become any any other program, right? Or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but it was also when when I first started watching it, I I actually wrote down. I was like, "Is it supposed to be this meta?" Like, oh, they leaned real hard <laughs> like, into that. They're just going to make another one, whether you like it or not. And I'm like, they literally called out Warner Brothers, <laughs> right? I mean, they were that was like excessive. I was like, "What the." F- what the hell are we doing here? Yeah, and then so in the very beginning, I I said interesting premise because I liked like bugs watching someone else in like that role, almost like it was another simulation, and there was a new Trinity, and like and then and like caught it, kind of recognizing like, wait, this is wrong. This it's is not. Yeah. And I I was like, this is interesting. I kind of like where this is. So I felt like I liked it to a degree because there were prep, there were parts of it that I thought were actually pretty interesting i just think as a whole they did not do a good job of making it i felt like they had a couple like strong pillars and then they're like just fill in the rest with whatever and <laughs> let the studio decide what they want us to do and we'll move on but i thought there were especially in the beginning i thought that was a, a unique way to go about uh looking at things so i was like oh wow is this really going to be like a a retelling to a degree but well, then that's a, what. But then a variation from that, which yeah. I was like, that I could be okay with that. It's a. It is. It's one of those like a lot of the other like reboot slash sequels, right? Because it 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 does almost reboot the story with new actors that are playing this playing old roles and some some new ones like this like Star Wars or like Star Trek. Um, but they could have easily done that, right? The same way that they replaced you know the Oracle with a different actress, because again, once you're inside the Matrix, Johnny, she died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's let's not gloss over (laughs) R.I.P. But, you know, you could have just had like, hey, we have a new Neo or we have a new Trinity, right? And you're like, because the avatars inside the Matrix are just avatars, right? They're not necessarily people. And then you could go back to the the original Switch thing, right? Like you could have a a girl be the one. I think that would have been the more interesting story to tell. I think if they had just left Neo and Trinity out of it and had this new, like, their stories told in the trilogy, this, and if you want to have a a, a a real sequel, tell some other original story without them. Take get rid of all the nostalgia play, or maybe have some nostalgia things, but then it didn't need to be a neo resurrection story. Yeah. I, I, I well, right how, off the bat, I didn't. How like would you that. call it resurrections? I like a different <laughs> title, like. But I do. I, I heard that Lana didn't want to make this movie. But the studio is going to make it anyway, so she's like, I, "I'm going to do it one way." Yeah, the other. one way or the other. And, I liked, and, and and I think the parts I liked probably are. Again, I have no way of knowing this, but the parts I liked are probably attributed to her, and the parts that I don't like, I'm just going to say. Is are, that why Lily didn't participate? I think I think so too. There, yeah, they're just yeah, she didn't she didn't want to be in on it for yeah. for whatever reason. So yeah, I mean, there there were parts where they're interesting. I really liked the maybe I, I like all the expository philosophical stuff like neil patrick harris in bullet time slowing it down and and explaining the whole you know literally expi- moving around yeah literally moving around <laughs> it i i like that part because it, it does go back to the whole concept of like do we even 
especially in this modern age now, like you take that whole red pill, blue pill concept, like do people even want to know that they're living in a simulation? Like, or would they just rather pick to be in the matrix? Like, uh, like Cypher, was that his name? Was that Joe Pantoliano? Yeah. Yeah. Cypher, yeah. Oh, like he wants to be put back into the matrix, right? Because he's like, ignorance is bliss. That was, that was his, his line. That was a good part of the, the first movie as well. And I feel like this day and age, there's so many people that think they're red pill woke, <laughs> um, uh, or oh, I shouldn't say woke because that's a different term. But red pill and uh, you know understand they, where the where, what they the, see behind the curtain. Yeah, they see the guy behind the curtain exactly. But but they really don't, and they would just rather be, you know, back in the matrix. Yeah, I like some of the new tech in terms of like the new portals and panes that they had instead of you know needing a phone and things that are going through mirrors. And I was like, oh, uh, that's actually a nice little uh, a nice upgraded th- now. Nice upgrade, nice touch yeah. up. Even if it was a small window or a small mirror small at mirror. one point. Remember, it gets bigger as you get closer. I would love to know who thought it was a good idea to bring back the Merovingian. <laughs> that part was a little weird. I didn't like one second of him in any of the movies that I saw him in. Of like, of all, no Monica Bellucci? You couldn't bring her back? <laughs> And then he comes back as like a crazy outcast bum, right? Yeah. <laughs> Robin I, I was, Williams from Jumanji. I was just I was like, come on, man. Who was the who what was does like, that mean? What is a Merovingian? Have you ever looked that up? I, I looked it up at one point, I think, but No, I had no idea. Of, but I agree with you. Like that didn't need to be there and didn't he didn't do anything for me. A um, member of the Merovingian dynasty? Okay. A couple of things that I did enjoy though, a couple of characters they brought Pretty back. Pretty much just means French. If I if, at a quick glance. The the person that played Trinity's husband, Chad, is Chad Stahalski. Keanu's body or body double and stunt double from the original and then director of the John Wick franchise. Oh really? Yeah. Really? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and it's funny because that you know, the Chad as a name is such like a it's been co opted as well with the whole red pill, blue pill right you know, alt right phenomenon. They're just like, Oh, Chad's <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I noticed that. And then there's Apparently, Christina Ricci was in. Yeah, she was the little like the PR person. She had like, the, the, I mean, I would say borderline unrecognizable, but I did recognize her. I did. I she's in. I just started a yellow, very small role. It yeah. seemed odd. Almost. She's in Yellow Jackets on Showtime too, and I, I had to see her name before I realized that was her. Yeah, yeah she's, she looks, she, she was looks like super now. skinny, and she had. To, I mean, she even in this role was like had kind of funky hair to a degree, and I was like, oh, that is pretty sure that's Christina Ricci, and then I saw, yeah, I was like, wow. I mean, it's like. A couple, a minute. It's not big. Yeah, but she's in it. I, I like Bugs. Do you know where she's from? Mm-mm. I've seen her in Iron Fist. Oh, I don't know Iron Fist. Yeah, she was one of the uh, the triplet girls, uh, the Sand Girls in uh, Game of Thrones. The Sand was Snakes. Really? The Sand Snakes. Yeah, she's oh, one. Of, she's one of them. Interesting. Um, it's obviously been a couple of years, so I, I couldn't tell you like this one or that one. But yeah, I was like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Because they were kind of captivating on screen, all three of them at the time, and she, I, I thought she was really, I liked her with for not for essentially not knowing her. I actually thought she was pretty good. Yeah, she is. She plays Kaling Wing in Iron Fist, and so she's in the the Netflix MCU. But hopefully, you know, she'll get to come into the the other MCU as well. Yeah, they they aged up Jada for the, yeah. the role. You think? <laughs> She also doesn't look like herself anymore. Well, she doesn't look like, like that. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> it seemed excessive aging. I'm just going to be honest. I, there had to be a middle ground in there. She I couldn't let felt. her mouth move the whole time. It felt like she was trying to struggle through the makeup. To um, I liked the 
I'm gonna give Fast the Fast franchise some inspiration here. They used uh instead of the car attack where cars are getting pulled off, they were using people bombs <laughs> instead. I felt like there was a direct correlation between the the Fast franchise and and this. Yeah. <laughs> just start throwing people. Uh as soon as that happened, I was like, Well, this is exactly what happened in the <laughs> Um, and my last note was uh, the line "knuckle up and good luck" is borderline the worst line I've heard. And they said life. it like four times. Oh my god! I was why? like, "What is happening?" And why? <laughs> I think I might have just glossed over that one, <laughs> blurted it out. And yeah, it just didn't, there were and there were a bunch of to me like take technicalities or just things that that didn't make sense. I wasn't even trying to to like find you know plot loopholes or anything, but it's just like they he couldn't stop. Uh, or he could still stop bullets. You know, he was still like the one in many ways. But then when he tried to fly, when it would have been convenient, he's like, no, I can't fly. It's kind of funny the way they did it. Yeah. He, he, not, yeah. They're all I, waiting I, for him. That ain't happening. I, I guess it was good. But, but it's like, well, yeah, that's true. I guess it did chuckle got, a little bit. Well, but. I mean, he's got jet black hair and beard until it's shaved, and then he's got gray everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Very then, visible. And then by the end, what, Trinity can also fly just like him? That was She's another one. You, or what, sh- what you is- saw that coming, though. I get, when she- why? When she gets up to the top and she like sees the sunlight and you can see like she's looking and everything starts becoming ones and zeros when she's looking at it. So but why does like, that happen? Like maybe she's just she, another anomaly. Is she the two? How does that, yeah, what is it? <laughs> she's the three. Trinity. <laughs> Trinity. She's the third one. Right. Agent Smith, Smith is two. two. It's been right? there the maybe whole that's time. A thing. Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. Maybe we stumbled. They upon told it. you that from day one. Nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> You're just now getting it, <laughs> and I think we just figured it out <laughs> for everyone else. I enjoyed going back through the Matrix world, but for nothing else, the rewatch of the first one is so damn good, and I would strongly encourage anyone to rewatch it while they can. HBO Max. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't hate the fourth one. I honestly pretty sure I liked it better than uh, the third one for sure. And potentially the second one, just because that I don't know. It just I'm all for you. I go in. I go in order of uh, how they're made, in as ranking them one, two, three, and four. That's how I how I like them. Yeah, there may be some recency bias, but I would go one, four, two, three. Yeah, Johnny and I are on the same page, and we've always said if we, it's a tooth person vote. Yeah, so yeah. That's just the you way guys are right. I'm wrong. I get it. My, my opinion is wrong. We established that on the East Ventura episode. <laughs> Uh, it was it was good though. I I I did like going back down the the rabbit the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah. I have one last question though is: Do you think we'll see? I know we've seen a couple of uh, older franchises getting reboot. I know Scream's coming out again. So do you think that's going to be the trend right now? Or are we well, are we done the with trend. IP original IPs? Um, like they tried to do it with Terminator Two, right? Like Dark Fate, I think was trying to be like a reboot and hopefully have some sequels. But I don't know how well that did. So Hulu. are we going to see? Yeah, are we going <laughs> to see sequels of this? Uh, not not necessarily this, but is there oh. like? Can you think of another franchise from like early two thousands that you'd like to see reboot oh. or kick back up again? I'm sure there'll be something, but I, I know I, I'm guessing yeah, I something's coming. There will be, and it might even be something that you wouldn't even think of as being a possibility because it it'd be interesting to me if there are movies that got like chopped up by the studio because it you, you couldn't they didn't want to either didn't want it to be I, I i'll go back and this is not i'm not pro, a proponent of this but i remember hearing an interview with ashton kutcher 
and him and Sean William Scott, and they were like, the movie that they made of Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> they both were like, it's the funniest movie we've ever read. Like, it was hilarious. And then the studio just destroyed it all. And they made it this stupid movie that is not good. And it so it's interesting to me, like, if someone was able to go back on and I'm sure it's not alone. Like studios have chopped up and, and made movies, tried to cookie cutter them into more presentable options instead of the, in the taking the creativity out of it or the humor out of it or the action out of it or whatever the case may be. It would be interesting to me if someone was like, this was always, I wrote this and it was fucking good. And someone destroyed it. Like I want, I don't want to reboot it. I want to make the original and, mm-hmm. and make this movie like that to me. I like, it feels like there's, probably many many good scripts out there that got edited or altered to make it into either they went from maybe they made it pg-13 because they wanted it and like it's there and like that would to me would be an interesting approach to maybe rebooting or whatever the case may be but or recreating yeah an original idea i'm wondering if we're getting to like the P p diddy status for films where you just take movies from the 80s and and redo them like a new planes, trains, and automobiles, or a new like Breakfast Club, or you know, just <laughs> we've already gotten those movies. They've made them. They're they're cult classics. Yeah. Um. But you know, just take the story and well, look. They made it. Vacation years ago. I mean, yeah. Helms made that was three or four years ago. Well, Breakfast Club is actually. You know, as you said that, I'm like that's an interesting idea, and I've thought I've thought of that. Um, as like a you know, yeah, uh, a reimagining of that one would be well, interesting. The I mean, it's a TV show, but the Bel Air. Yeah, that looks in, that looks it, intriguing. It looks intriguing, right? That's at a first different when I saw that, it. I thought that was a like I didn't think that was real. I Spoof. thought that was just yeah. I thought somebody just made like a really elaborate trailer. It that was. Wasn't... That's how it started. Is that right? Yeah, somebody made a really like gritty trailer and called it Bel Air. Yeah, or something no like kidding. That. And then I don't know that it got back to like Will. You're sure? And, yeah. And then they they called the get the person up. And like, hey. I think you shared it with us, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm like, there's no way that's real." Yeah, but yeah. Now I saw, I saw that it's coming out. I'm like, "What's oh, up, Peacock?" So I will never see it. But <laughs> <laughs> not many people will. Um, yeah, no, I, that's interesting. I had no idea that that was, uh, I guess, happenstance that they saw a trailer and that was just made for that only. Yeah, and they turned it into a show. But it does look intriguing that they would just a, a different approach to it, and. Um, what appears to be a very much less likable Uncle Phil, but whatever. I don't know. I, I will have to see. We'll have to see. I think he's got some some gruffness to it, but I think underneath there, he might not be as fun as James Avery. But I think that's what I'm saying. Less likable Uncle Phil. I don't know if he'll be less likable. Just maybe not as fun. <laughs> so two different things. <laughs> the worst. As always, thank you for being loyal listeners and making this fun for us on a weekly basis. Please subscribe wherever you're listening and give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Thanks, and go to bed.